Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. Hey everybody, it's Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. Are you looking for something a little extra to get you through your day? Well, let me suggest Killcliff. Killcliff is a clean energy drink with a natural source of caffeine derived from green tea leaves. Whether it be the Killcliff for recovery, Ignite for that energy boost, or the CBD-infused Killcliff, they've got you covered. Go to CigarStoreIdiot.com, click on the Killcliff link, and use promo code CIGARIDIOTS for some awesome savings. Killcliff, clean energy, killer taste. On. what's going on what's happening today I, I was uh so excited about that song i forgot to cut my mic on so welcome to another episode of cigar star idiots what's happening brinson not much man we got some bad weather rolling into georgia today yeah we do it's uh we're we're doing uh the happy happy hell dance around here around my house it's uh we're waiting for those diamonds from the sky to fall and litter northwest georgia well that's a different topic for a different day but yeah it it, it <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that are watching the sky. We definitely don't want any tornadoes, though. We don't we don't care for tornadoes. High winds are great. Uh, hell is even better. But uh, let's keep those tornadoes where they're at. So just make it storm and keep everybody safe and keep me in business. There you go. Amen. Three Rivers Roofing. Shout it out. Um, we what we're looking at. I know uh, this thing's moving in so fast. We it's in Alabama right now, and the hell's tracking. Uh, looks like about an inch and three quarters right now. So. Um, that is significant hail for Georgia. For Georgia, it is. And so, uh, anybody in that area who gets any damage, and you want somebody that's experienced in the insurance game and the roofing biz, uh, you just got to hit up Three Rivers Roofing, and we'll Can't take go care wrong. of it. We'll take care of it. What's been happening, man? You know, just uh, life and uh, trying to catch a little bit of the big dance, and uh, you know, you know, dealing with uh, contractors and yeah, and and. and Helping you and your other side of your business. Excited to be a part of this for a little bit. Talk yeah, about man. something besides contractor work. Yeah, and shingles um, and things like that. Yeah. You so, know. so how's how's Atlas Shingle? Uh, what's going on with production now? Y'all got a new plant opened up uh, in the Midwest, correct? Well, we didn't open a new plant. We're uh, we're adding a laminate line in Oklahoma. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Which uh, about third quarter, fourth quarter of this year, which will help us improve production. Which we all know that shoot not just shingles, but Everything contractors Everything. buy is slow to get. I mean, right. I, I we ordered a, a bed uh, and bed frame and mattress. My wife and I had to wait two and a half months for it. Yeah, it's just crazy how this year has slowed the supply chain down. We've uh, to a halt. I was talking to uh, someone and they were someone. I believe a family member had passed away, and they're trying to get the numbers on the uh, not the not a headstone, but it's like a I think a, in the mausoleum in mm-hmm. the in the in the mausoleum. 
And so they can't even get the letters to finish their name uh, because the company that they ordered from, uh, it's just not available. It's not there. So the where the warehouse, the factory's closed down. So, well, you know, I mean, it's crazy. My wife got a recall on her car. I'll leave all the names of that out. Yeah. Exploding airbag. And they said, and then it said, what do you do? And it said, nothing. We don't have the parts right now. What? So it, it, you know, 2020 has been a lot of things. And I think from a manufacturing perspective, it's just been difficult to manage the supply chain all the way down to the end. Um, you know, and I heard on the radio this morning that, uh, home improvements were up 3% in 2020 and they're looking to go up more this year. Yeah. So I don't see it getting any, any better for anybody for a little bit anyway. Well, that's what scares me too, is, you know, if we have a big storm, uh, there's already a worldwide shingle shortage. Um, we get a big storm. That's kind of what happened last year. You know, we had what, seven, seven tornadoes or hurricanes in the Gulf. Yeah. Uh, most of them in Louisiana. Yeah. So, uh, so a lot of uh, shingle, uh, stock got ate up there and, you know, it's, it, it's kind of, we're excited about having a storm and, and, uh, it helps our business. Of course, we don't want anybody to get hurt. We want everybody to stay safe, but if something in the event, something does happen, we want to be able to take care of them as well. But uh, it's kind of it's a little it's a little nerve wracking to think that we'd have a big a big storm and then you you got to look at you know where are we gonna get where are yeah. we gonna get this it's gonna look like Florida after Hurricane Ivan hit and there's gonna be just tarps for miles around as long as you can see that, that could be true I mean I think the last major uh, big hailstorm we had was 2013 I believe yeah 2013 that's when I got in the biz so yeah. I was working so. with another company and uh, I saw the lot. It's like Hank Williams said, and I was like, whatever I was doing before was not what I should have been doing my whole life. This was a, it's like the California gold rush. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you know, I got into the roofing business two years ago on a manufacturing side and you know, it's a fun industry. It really, it has its ups and downs, but it's, it, but it's never, uh, without its excitement. I mean, there, I know my family thinks I'm a complete lunatic when we have weather coming into town. Uh, cause I'll stay up all night and watch it. Like I'm, I'm like, uh, you know. It's it's weather and uh, serial killer documentaries. I'll I'll binge watch that. So yeah, there's a there's a meme going around social media that it's uh, the Twister movie. Remember that with Helen Hunt where yes. they're chasing the tornado and it's a bunch of roofers with uh, ladders on their trucks chasing, <laughs> yeah. following the storm. You it's know, too funny. So, but uh, it's accurate. I mean, that's accurate. That's kind of the way it works. And we we really don't like to work far away from uh, where we're at. I mean, we'll work all in Northwest Georgia. We get into Alabama some when we can uh, and help out. Uh, I worked a natural disaster after Hurricane Michael. I was down there probably uh, maybe three months, and uh, and honest to God, I hope I never have to work a natural disaster ever again because it's uh, you're not just dealing with people that's got damage to their roof and damage to their siding, and uh, you know got some screens messed up, and the cars are beat up. Uh, you, I mean, you, you you're looking at total loss. Yeah, and so that's something that's hard. Yeah, you've got people that you're dealing with that's in complete shock. They're still in shock. It's a you know there's there's people that lost their lives in this storm, and uh, people's everything they had blown away and there's nothing there's not a stitch of anything they own uh remaining it's just gone evaporated so and that was hard for me um seeing that and i knew that i you know i hope and pray that we never have to get in a situation where i have to work a natural disaster especially in my hometown i don't want to see that happen so i know nashville got destroyed last year with that tornado that came through so um Main thing is, if, if you got bad weather, just just be alert. Pay attention what's going on. Watch the weather. Get your weather report uh, updates and uh, and keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. And in the event that something does happen, make sure you get with a contractor that knows what's going on. 
as far as insurance claims, insurance work, do your homework, do your research, make sure they're licensed, insured, make sure that they are, um, they're doing what they say, research who they are, you know, how long they, how long they've been in business, you know, you can say that all day long. Somebody's got a gazillion years of experience. I mean, we've been in business for three years and, and you know, we have five-star ratings every, all three years. So I don't think anybody's been upset with us and gave us a bad rating. So, um, we do a really good job. My crews are super, super, uh, quick. They are, you know, they've been in the business for a long time. So that's the most important thing as a homeowner. Just got to make sure you know who you're dealing with. Don't, oh, yeah. don't sign anything right out of the gate. Don't just start putting your name on pieces of paper just because somebody's got a lettered up truck and it looks nice. Yeah. You I know? mean, you, you it, in the contractor business and in roofing, you just, it's a relationship. Who who can you manage this process through? Because like you said, it's a heartache, right? You yeah. Got, you got a leak, damage to your house, um, car. You, you might have lost some things in your front yard if it's that bad. You know, things are, you know, blown off your house. And you need someone you can trust to help you because you're going to be picking up other pieces sure, too. Sure. So that's always what I recommend is find somebody that you can trust. Yeah, I think – comfortable with and go back to you know when i was in florida and the person that just was in i'd i'd came to a house where these people were in complete shock they just were just numb and it's uh but the lady her house was gone like the roof was just blown slap off the house but she was more upset about a plant that she had got from her mother's funeral and had planted in the front yard and it was gone and then she was she was so in shock that the only thing she could focus on was that plant you know something she related to her mother uh and her whole freaking house was like eat up with black mold and the roof was gone you know half the roof was blown completely off the house so that's that's important you know you never know what it is for somebody yeah right that that that's gonna that's that's really the big problem right then because you're fixing the roof and you're all, and, and all that but that's a that's probably a plant that that lady looked at every day for years and, and, her mother. Fa- and found peace on a quiet sure. morning with Talk a cup of coffee thing. yeah yeah yeah, and so it, it it can be hard on contractors. You can live uh, through some pains with some homeowners when big storms hit. And, um, you know, I think, um, you know, most guys do good work and, and try to take good care of the sure. homeowner and help them put their lives back together and stuff like that. And so, you know, that's why it's fun to be in this industry because these guys, you guys really get out there and make it shine after something bad happens. And, and uh, I'm just a small part of that, you know, but I don't know. You know, uh, between that and trying to raise kids like you, and yeah. and, and and just teenagers at that, yeah, teenagers <laughs> at that, and you know, and then trying to fill my my uh, basketball uh, uh, junkie status by watching as much hoops as I could over yeah. the last week. You know, this is my favorite time of the year not not just because storm season, but sure, you know, uh, basketball takes center stage, and I'm a college football fanatic as well, but. You can't beat March Madness as far as playoffs. Yeah, they got it on college football still. Yeah, you um, never you. It doesn't matter what your record is when you come to March. It doesn't matter. You get the, all that out the window because it's uh, the hungriest dog keeps eating. You know, uh, uh, they're going to keep on keep playing. And uh, and there's been such a huge shakeup uh, this year with March Madness. Uh, a lot of the you know some of the the favorites are are they're home watching it on TV now. So and you got these teams that, like Oral Roberts. You wouldn't think that. Or Roberts would be where they are right now, but you know here they are, here they are. So they're they're still dancing. So yeah, I mean, in, until last week, nobody knew they had the leading scorer in the 
NCAA. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and so if you've got one or two uh, game changers, you can give people a run for their you know their money. I mean, I mean, look at the Big Ten. They had nine in. They were supposed to be the best conference. They're down to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like the Big Ten, it just went evaporate. It's like Thanos stepped in there and snapped his thumb. You know, he snapped his fingers, and they all just didn't, like, disintegrated. So. And I was talking to a, a friend of mine on the West Coast. You know, the Pac-12 the, the Pac always feels like they get left out in football and everything now. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, four of their five teams are still in it. Yeah. and I, I watched a little bit of that USC game. Uh, man, it was so hard for me to watch because – I guess I'm just used to watching the NBA or whatever. I don't know what it is, but these guys, man, I'm like, somebody make a basket already. What? How did y'all even get a scholarship? What's going on out there? You know, it's it's a different right. I mean, they're students, they're student athletes, and yep. and and uh, we forget that sometimes when we watch college sports. But uh, you know, uh, USC has that uh, the big uh, two Mobley brothers. I mm-hmm. think they're 14 feet tall together. Yeah, uh, the one Evan I think is going to be a, a high pick. Uh, in the NBA draft, but you know the NBA, they shoot and shoot and work out and tons. You know that's their job. Like me and you work in the in the roofing industry, and uh, for college guys, they're you know their times regulated, and um, you can play funky defenses and kind of slow the game down right. and make it make it miserable to watch. Yeah, um, so and it is when it when it's like that. It is miser- for me. It's miserable to watch. I mean, I, I you know Monday night I'm an FSU guy. I was watching FSU play uh, Colorado, and the score was in the twenties at halftime. And they were, <laughs> it felt like they were building a brick house, not playing <laughs> basketball at that yes. point. So, um, but I, I get what you're saying. But then you get you know Alabama's on fire. Yeah, they are. They can't miss. Yeah. I mean, they're they're uh, they got a good coach, uh, Oates. He's a good. Uh, he's an analytical guy. I don't know if you've heard that in uh, basketball terminology. He just breaks it all down. Well, he there's a science to what he's doing. There's a science, and the science in modern day basketball is saying only three pointers and dunks or layups. Yeah. No more fifteen foot jump shots. No more ten footers. We're either going straight to the rim or we're launching it from three. Yeah, that's like the NBA yeah. right now for sure. And so. If you follow the analytics, that's the best shots to take. Mm-hmm. And Alabama's taking them and they're hitting them, you know. Yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, Rick Patino at Kentucky uh, when they used to shoot 53s a game and they'd yeah. either blow you out or you'd beat them. Yeah. And he won with that style. and uh, For a Alabama, long time. For a long time. Still doing it. I mean, he's back at Iona, but, uh, you know, Alabama's going to be a hard out. Yeah. Who, whoever thought we'd say that in NCAA? No, not in basketball. Basketball. Yeah, college football, definitely. So, um, well, let's take a look at the brackets, and, uh, and I'll go ahead, and we'll just kind of go over each one. We're going to start out with the South region. Uh, you got number one, Baylor, taking on number five, Villanova. And you got Arkansas taking on number – I'm sorry, number three, Arkansas taking on number 15, Oral Roberts. Baylor, to me, Baylor, Baylor's full of seniors. So Baylor, Baylor's experienced, they're seasoned, and and I think, man, Baylor's going to be hard to beat. I mean, Villanova, I mean, they can pull it off, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a hard, like you said, a hard out. Well, it, you know, Villanova's got Jay Wright, and he's won a national championship. You know, and and I think in college, uh, coaching is huge, right? I mean, it's it's still an X's and O's uh, matchup, and. You know, I think Villanova will give them all they want, but Baylor's really look good. Now, they didn't look good in their conference tournament, but they looked really good in the first couple rounds. Yeah. And I think they, uh, 
you know, I think they'll get by Villanova. I think Vegas has them at six and a half if there's anybody. Yeah, six and a half. To, yeah, six and a half favorites for sure. Yeah, likes to throw some money around on some stuff there. But, um, you know, and then, you know, who can bet against Oral Roberts, right? Man, that, that if you put some money on they're actually the underdog by 11. So uh, if you got some money that you want to just put down on Oral Roberts, I mean, you can make a little bit of change on it. Well, you know, I mean, Arkansas uh, – they're a good basketball They're team. They're not they bad a, at all. They got a really good coach. He came from Nevada, turning that program around, turning this one around. I mean, I, I you know, I, I think Arkansas will probably win. They're the deeper team and they're and they're well coached. But uh, when you've got two dynamic score scorers, you can make life miserable. If those two guys are hitting, you know, Oral Roberts could pack could, your bags. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's the only second time in history that fifteen seeds made it this far. Yeah. So they're just playing with house money, yes, as they, they say, are. right? Yeah, now. exactly. So, um, but no, I think Arkansas will probably pull that out and carry the SEC flag and another another stop. I know that's important in this this part of the world. Yes, it is. It is. Um, so I, I would see Baylor, Arkansas. Okay. And then I just think Baylor's the better basketball. Yeah, team. I think Baylor's got Arkansas's number. So I think they'll come out of the South. Baylor will come out of the South. Okay, for sure. Going to the Elite Eight. That's yes. what we're looking at. Um, got the Midwest region, uh, number eight, Loyola <clears throat> is a six point, six and a half point favorite over number 12, Oregon state. And you got number two, Houston is a six point favorite over number 11, Syracuse. Um, man, I, I really couldn't, there's not one specific team that I can put a finger on and go, um, you know, this is who I'm going to pick. I think these are going to be tight. Um, I think Houston. I think Houston has a better shot against Syracuse, but I mean it's kind of hard to go against Jim Beheim in that group. They're playing good basketball right now. They're Man. playing really good basketball right now. It is. This is my favorite bracket left to okay. watch, okay. And, and here's why: you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah and it's going to be a great game. Look, Syracuse plays that that uh, hybrid two-three zone um, that nobody plays. You know, it's not your typical uh, recreation basketball two-three zone. Right. They're really good at it. Um, you know, so they present problems. Houston's probably trying to rep that in practice every day. You know, Houston's a strong team. I mean, but you know, you got to love as a dad, you got to love the story of Buddy Beheim and Jim Beheim. Yes, yes. I mean, this guy. You know, most people probably thought, well, he just put his kid on the basketball team. But this guy, there, uh, Buddy Buckets, is what they're calling yeah. him now. I mean, he's been averaging thirty points for the last three or four games, and uh, strong kid. Uh, uh, you know, as a dad, I watched the interview where he said his dad was his best friend and he's just blessed to do this with his dad. And so kind of hard to root against yeah, that. Isn't that it? Don't have to get the Kleenexes out. Don't make me um, do that. So don't I think they choked up. I think they make it one more game. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they'll get past Houston. I mean, okay. Houston, um, lost last year or two years ago, cause there was no tournament last year to Michigan at the buzzer uh. or right at the buzzer. And, um, so, but I think that'll be a, a tight ball game. Syracuse usually gets in those tight games and, and, um, and then you got Loyola Chicago. Yeah. Wait, 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 I mean, against Oregon State. I mean, they got, what is it, Sister Jean? Sister Jean, Sister, 101 years old. Sister Jean, 101 years old, and she's uh, she's helping the uh, the Loyola crew uh, keep on dancing. So, Well, you know, technically they're going for back-to-back Final Fours. That's pretty impressive. I mean, you know, last I checked, they're the best team in Illinois now because they beat Illinois, right? Right, like, So, right. I mean, uh, you, you know, they uh, – I wouldn't call them a Cinderella anymore. They got no, a good, yeah, they, they got, got a good program. They 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 play very strong. I mean, they distribute the ball. They're big man, and I butcher his name. I can't even. Oh, man, I wouldn't even try. To me. I, 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 look, there's one thing everybody knows on this podcast. 
They give me the hard names to say so I can butcher it. What you well, got- look it up because uh, the center for um, them is is I, I'm terrible with names. If anybody, uh, my wife would tell you I can't. Yeah, I'd been uh, I'd been trying to I've been learning Russian, and so uh, <laughs> I really will butcher it if I try to. Let me uh, see. Let's see if we can find this cat's name. I'll, I'll give it a shot, man. I ain't scared. Well, yeah, he's a he's a. Uh, um, He's he's an amazing basketball player, and you know, and and they're actually favored in this game over Oregon State. And you know, Oregon State's one of the hottest teams in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've they've been just riding it, and uh, so I like them. I like Chicago, Loyola Chicago okay. to move on to play Syracuse, and you know, we had Baylor going to the Final Four. So let's just, I mean, we won't be back on till 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 the Final Four because right. after this. So I mean, I like Loyola Chicago to sneak into the Final Four again. Really? So yeah, go I mean, and, we're going to go ahead and say that now. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I think uh, either Syracuse or Lowell. I mean, I, if anybody still had that in their bracket, I mean, they, you know, should uh, be an expert at this point. But um, I see that uh, I see those two playing uh, in the in the final four. Okay. All right, and then so we'll go to the East Region. Because I my apparently my computer is is uh, it does not want to cooperate with me right now to try to find this guy's name to butcher it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to the we're going to the uh, oh it's Crudwig Cameron Cameron Crud- Crudwig. Crudwig that's not bad that's not bad I had uh, well it's it spelled like it's uh, yeah yeah it, yeah Crudwig you did that's it I'll take it that's good so. he's 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 one to watch if you like if you're a pure basketball guy. He is. He's a lot of fun. He plays the game the right way. Okay. Very fundamentally sound. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, he's fun to watch. You know, I would have my travel ball guys watch him play watch basketball. Him play, he does it he's the just, right way. Yeah, he's just, he, he has to compensate probably for, you know, some of the guys he probably plays are bigger, stronger, more athletic in certain areas. But he's very athletic, but he makes up for it by being savvy and smart and, 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 and knowing the game and, and, and when to make his move and when not to. So it's, if you're a basketball guy, he's fun to watch. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do, I'm going to take a look at this guy. Um, Eastern region, we got number one Michigan, three-point favorite uh, versus your Knowles, number four Knowles. And we got number two Alabama, which is a five-and-a-half favorite over number 11 UCLA. I must have went down because I had it at six the other day. Did so you? that means people are people are pressing on it. So um, now I think Alabama will will um, this will be the, the the easiest game out of the out of the bunch for anybody. And Alabama on, over UCLA. Yeah, they're they're on a roll. Okay. I mean, being a, being from Georgia, FSU guy. My wife's a Georgia fan. That's painful, but <laughs> Bama is Bama is strong. Yeah, and they're well coached. Um, uh, you know, and and they play really good defense. People forget that, but they they're strong on defense on the defensive end. Oh, imagine that Alabama being strong on defense. Well, in another know, sport, you get that shiny analytics like we were talking about shooting threes and dunks, and people forget that you know while they're hitting those threes and dunks, they're stopping the other team on the other mm-hmm. end. You know, and so I just see them, I see them advancing to the. Um, to to the uh, um, elite eight. Okay, and so you got. I know you're going to pick Florida State over Michigan. You got to. You got to. I, I got to. I can't uh, go home if I don't. Michigan's so big. They're they're huge in there. Well, I mean, Michigan's been one of the best teams all year. All long. year. I yeah. mean, I think this will be another really good game. Florida State is is kind of known for a deep team. It could be any guy any night. Mm-hmm. 
So, and they're long, and they play strong. You know, they play really good defense, and they inter- and they interfere with everything you try to do. So, I could see this game being in the 60s, grinding down. Kind of one of them boring games that well, you get all. Well, I can tell you Florida, what I like about Florida State in this one is there's, there's no pressure on them. They're yeah. not the number one seed. They they don't they got nothing to you know hang their head if they lose they lost to the number one seed. But Michigan, we all seen in the past they kind of crumble under pressure. So, and I know Jawan Howard's done a great job of that program, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I can count Florida State out on this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Florida State has not been a traditional basketball power, but Leonard Hamilton's put them there. This mm-hmm. is their third third straight Sweet Sixteen. Last year the tournament got canceled. They probably would have been a one or two seed because they won the ACC, and they dominated it last year. So he's really had him on a roll. Uh, he's got a good recruiting class for next year. I mean, uh, I think it'll be a good game. I mean, my heart would say to, to pick them, but, you know, I, maybe it's bad luck if I did. Maybe if I put them in the Final Four, it would be bad luck. But if, if I pick them, if I pick Michigan to win, Florida State's going to win. So I, I'm going to go ahead because I think Michigan's going to win, okay? Okay. Well then, who do so, you got? Who, so, who do you so got? To, money, so go put your money on Florida State right now. So. Well, you know, you, you know what's crazy about this bracket is if you, I mean, UCLA used to be pretty good at football, but if you took UCLA out, that looks like that could be an old school football playoff. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you got Michigan, Florida State, and uh, Alabama. You throw in a Georgia or somebody like that, and that's your that's your thing. But I mean, well then, if you've got Michigan and and uh, Bama, who do you have going to the Final Four? You think? Oh, man. It's gonna be hard to beat Alabama. I think so. I think I think Alabama's going to the Final Four. I, I, I'm I'm thinking Alabama's gonna make it to the to the Final Four. I really do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I so can't that go means, wrong with that. That means don't put your money on Alabama. I just <laughs> cursed them. Sorry. Is that a trend? It is. God, and everybody knows it too. Everybody knows it. So if you went, uh, if you started doing a Friday uh, podcast where you picked college football games, everybody just goes go straight against, against me. me go every against time. me, and you're rich. Right. You never yeah. have to work again. So well, I mean, then you move over to the West, and uh, you got the Zags. Uh, they're undefeated. I mean, little trivia. Do you know the last uh, co- uh, college basketball team to go wire to wire? It's going to be the UNLV running Rebels. No, I thought no? so too. What? No, man, it's the '76 Hoosiers with what? Bobby Knight. Um, oh, I, I would have thought so too. I thought. Did they um, lose the championship game that year? Was that what happened? Yeah, they did. Yeah, to Duke. dude, everybody's part- favorite Duke. Dude, they were partying with mobsters. They they had it. Go- we got to do a podcast on the UNLV uh, running Rebels uh, back in the day. I'll do it. I we had Greg it- Anthony and. Uh, Grandmama Larry Johnson, Stacy Augman, Stacy Augman, Plastic yep. Man, man, yeah, we got to do one on that. Yeah, that 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 was a um, that was that. There's there's a great. Uh, I think it's a, a E three sixty, or maybe a thirty for thirty on the UNLV running Rebels back in the day, when uh, Tarkanian was a coach and. Dude, they were living. The, they were li- they were rock stars. They dude. were, and rock they lived stars. it up. And in they Vegas. lived it up, son. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. He was what a character with the ta- wet towel in his mouth. Yeah, the shark, Tark yeah. the shark. Yeah. So I mean, wild. so you know, you got Gonzaga playing Creighton. Creighton. Ca- Let's talk about Creighton. How did they even make it that far with the, all the turmoil they had with the coach? And how's that guy even still have a job? I, you know, that's a good question. I don't know if I want to touch that part of it, but you know, I was I listening to your original podcast, and you were like, "Creighton's done." They're, yeah, and dude. I was I was right there with you. Yeah. But you know, listen, they got they had Virginia as the second round, but Virginia got upset by Ohio, mm-hmm. um, and so it kind of quote unquote made an easier path sure. for them to get to where they are. But you know, they played good basketball, 
Um, you know, maybe it's one of those moments in time, kind of like when you rally internally mm-hmm. for each other. Man, you got to find a better rallying speech than the one he had, though. Yeah, good but, lord. I mean, um, especially nowadays, you just can't say. You, I mean, it's it's not right. It's what he said was really really bad, and it was it was wrong. It was, uh, and and so I don't and, know. And how this man in a cancel culture uh, society we live in kept his job, it, uh, he must know some dirt on somebody somewhere. <laughs> That's all I can say. So, so yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, Gonzaga's what, favored by, yeah. last I checked, 13 and a half. 13 and a half, Gonzaga, yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to stick with that, too. I think Gonzaga is going to uh, handle their business. I think it's probably going to be a laugher yeah, shortly after half. Yeah. Um, I think the coach will probably say something inappropriate at halftime and get fired at that game. So, uh, and how do you like uh, USC one point favorite over number seven Oregon? If I'm not mistaken, they played in the regular season and uh, Southern, Southern Cal beat them by like fourteen. The Ducks are looking pretty strong. Oh, no, they are. I mean, they're and playing good basketball. I, you know, from what I know about them. They've had massive injuries all year. Okay. And they've got people healthy again. They're still not 100% Makes healthy. Makes a big difference. It does. And I think this will be another – this will be one of your classic March Madness games, I bet. Down to the wire. That instant um, classic. You know, Vegas is usually right. I mean, as much as we all go nuts, right, when they launch these spreads out, typically they're they're pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, and so this – and that's not how I judge it out, but uh, I, I think uh, USC wins. They're just too big. I mean, they're they they've got an NBA front line yeah. with the Mobley brothers and, yeah. and Evans a high you know draft pick and um so I would see Southern Cal playing Gonzaga and uh, Zags going to the Final Four. Yeah, you know they're a West Coast team and they get that uh, little syndrome, little guy syndrome because they're all upset that. Uh, they're, the Pac-12 gets more love than Gonzaga because right. you know what? What do we always say about Gonzaga? They don't play anybody. Yeah, yeah. And, and this year's been hard, right? Are they the Ohio State of college basketball? Did I just say that out loud? I did. Well, you know, and then this year's been hard because it, you know pretty much everybody played what two out of conference games or three, and then everything was conference based. Mm-hmm. Um, in college basketball, they usually play north of thirty games. And you get to see them travel around and yeah. play some different teams. This year, you've only been able to judge them based on their conference, right? right. So that's kind of how we got to the point that the Big Ten was the best because these teams were pretty strong going into the season, but we never really saw them go play a Gonzaga. We never got to see them play a Baylor. We never – you know, they played a couple of games at the beginning. But, uh, yeah, no, I think the Zags are going to try to make a run at being undefeated. Yeah, I well here's the thing. Here's here's what I what I like, and this is going to be my final four. I'm going to go with Baylor, Syracuse, Alabama, and Gonzaga. That's my final four. Hmm. That's my final four. All right. Well, mine's Baylor, Gonzaga, and I and I'll put my Knowles in okay. there, and I'll put Loyola, Chicago. Oh, okay. In there. Okay. Um, and 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 then, you know. So I guess after this next weekend is the final four next Monday. I mean, so out of those four, who do you like? Who do you like when you got Zag the Zags versus uh, Bama? I think, uh, man, I think Gonzaga's going to beat Alabama, and I think uh, Baylor's going to beat whoever comes out of the Midwest, which I'm picking Syracuse, and I think Baylor's going to win a national championship this year. Wow. Yeah, that's I think I'm so going. too. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it. So I, I have uh, Gonzaga beating FSU and Baylor beating Loyola, and then Baylor beating Gonzaga. Yeah, and Gonzaga getting to that doorstep like those Again. running rebels. Yeah, 
and being undefeated and not closing the deal. I mean, how hard is it to win every game? There's so much pressure, especially in the last one. And you, I mean, and everybody's picking you. Everybody's picking you. But I, I don't think, I think, you know, you know, Gonzaga's beating everybody by double digits. Like they're blowing people out. Just like, um, it's not even close. How the the games are not even close. Well, you know, I, I, I relate it to this. You, you you brought it up, the pressure. Imagine in 1976 how many people were talking about the Indi- Indiana Hoosiers being undefeated. Now we've got 24-hour sports. It'll be a topic on every radio, sports radio station, every every sports talk show on all the networks. Can they go undefeated? Yeah, it's it's, it's every everything they turn on and everything they read from whether it's in their hands or on their laptops or they're on their their phones when they're on their phones, everybody's saying, you know, undefeated. Can you do it? Can you do it? You're you're being compared to this this elite other program that did it a long time ago, and I think the pressure is just. I think the pressure is going to get them. Baylor's just too uh, seasoned for me. I like I like what they they've done all year. Um, consistent basketball, and uh, I think that Gonzaga's going to going to they're going to close them out. Yeah, I mean we're we're right there. We both are saying Baylor's going to win it all. I think you know Baylor. You know sometimes it's not bad to lose in your conference tournament. I know I used to being a being from the South here. I used to hear Coach K say that when uh, Duke would lose in the ACC. Mm-hmm. You know he can go back and kind of really put that on them at practice. That look, we're not that good. Look, we just lost in our tournament. If we don't focus, we're going to be out. And a lot of times Duke wouldn't win the ACC, and then they go on and win the national championship right. in basketball or make a deep run. Dude, I think it's always. I, I think I think you're better off losing a couple of games. To you know, you, you got to have that humbling experience. You know, you got to got to have something to redirect your brain because when you start, you know, believing you're on top of the world and you're the best, and that's in anything you do, uh, the the good Lord will humble you real quick. Yeah. So, uh, so having a humbling experience before in in this in this scenario, having that humbling experience before you get deep into the tournament is probably you know, or before you get to the tournament, of course, uh, you need that. I think to to be able to kind of. Well, you know, you coached, you coached uh, uh, baseball, and it's true of any coach, and I coach travel basketball. I mean, when you lose, it gives you an opportunity to get better attention at practice. Yes. When you win and you try to tell them what they did wrong, they're like, Oh, but we won. We won the game. We won the game, yeah. talking yeah. about, coach? But when you, can, when you can point to the scoreboard and a defeat and then really focus break on – down why it happened. Yeah, then you can get people – in line quick and yeah. and get back on on course and I think you know Baylor's going to benefit from that yeah and, and and down this stretch run now we could both Monday be wrong but no the, the, joy, wrong. the, the joys of the tournament are uh, that's why when you asked me if I was a go ahead well I was going to say that the joy of me being uh, you calling me an expert is that's not true no dude. you can just be wrong is wrong no well I, I look we got some crazy weather coming in and I appreciate you taking the time out to get in here and let's get this whole bracket thing situated, figured out. And I look forward to doing this again really soon. Uh, let's do the the UNLV one. I'll, I'll get together. We'll do that. We'll get together and talk about the UNLV running Rebels back in the day. Yeah, I mean, we can talk old school yeah. uh, basketball teams anytime you want. We can even do some 80s, 90s NBA. I grew up on that. Yeah, absolutely. The bad boys. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, the golden era of basketball. Oh, so. it was. It, that's why it became my sport. I mean, yeah. it didn't hurt that I was tall, but. <laughs> you know, but that's where, that's where I fell in love with basketball. Yeah. So I'd love to come back. All right, man, let's do it. All right, stay safe tonight, and I'll be talking to you soon about getting some uh, – ordering some shingles. All right, let's do it. All right, man, take care. Thank you for coming in.